Welcome to Uncle Taylor's Unchained Universe. Strap in for some content, Palooza. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Uncle Taylor's Unchained Universe. I'm your host, Uncle Taylor. It is wonderful to be here Sunday, the 17th of July, 8.46 p.m. Here we are again. I've got no fucking good little rhymes to kick off the top of the show with. Uh, the only dirty rhyme that I could think of is not suitable for TV. Nonetheless, hello and welcome. I've got Uncle Jesse and Uncle Jacko with us. Boys, good evening to both of you. Good evening, Stop sir. Over. How are we? Very good. Very good, boys. Hope you're doing well. Everything's a bit topsy-turvy tonight. I'm going to be a little bit selfish here, boys. I'm going to have Nick Dukwa, our wonderful friend who does all our movie reviews, come on to talk. But we're not going to be talking movies tonight, boys. We're actually going to be talking about an event we went to on Monday, gone by. Um, and I'm going to introduce him right now as the man, the myth, the legend himself, Nick Dukwa. Welcome, sir. Good to be back. Good to be back. And yes, we traveled out to uh, the nice exotic Penrith for... Yes. World Series Wrestling, Phoenix Rising. It was a fucking unreal show. I mean, firstly, driving on that fucking expressway with the toll roads, boys, just for your knowledge, it took my trip home, coming home, was an hour and 20 minutes out of the 118 kilometers from fucking Penrith Panthers up to fucking up to here where I live. It took me an hour and 20 minutes. Spoke to Jacko briefly for it. What a fucking good road. $43 in tolls, but still fucking worth it let me tell you those private roads boy damn damn bust a nut into it let me tell you but look uh you know look wild. this was my first wrestling experience i've had since 2019 um i was at the house show where xavier woods um did his acl in in the first match for wwe oh. so this is the first live wrestling event i've been to in three years and i've got to be honest with you man fucking sick it was my first indie show too i've never really been i've never been actually to an independent wrestling scene show this was something different it was and i'll tell you this like we're all wrestling fans we all know wwe it's a safe product there's a certain way to do things but there's something about being amongst fans and with a group of wrestlers who were in on the fandom because to me they it felt like these fans were being messed around by the wrestlers at the right moments. There was something that was cool where we were actually having fun. It wasn't about telling a story, hitting ratings, hitting a demographic. There was just some great in-ring stuff. And I have to admit, even from the first moment, there was something memorable. Um, it's just a fun show. And that first moment, Taylor, yeah, what did you say? The first move of the night. Um, fuck, what did I say, Nick? You're now yeah. testing me. That, uh, yeah, the first move of the night was a botch. And that was... Oh, yes. Yes, it was a botch too. Sheila's match. That's right. It was a fucking botch. Now, for those watching at home, and even to you two boys who got no fucking clue what we're talking about, a botch in wrestling is when they fuck the move up. So if I'm meant to punch you, you're meant yeah, to go like that. Like, oh. I figured as much. <laughs> I figured as Thank much. God. Thank fucking God. Jackson, there's not in his head intently. So I feel like he's hearing this for the first time. So <laughs> a, this botch, and it was very noticeable too. It was, fuck Nick. It was a noticeable botch. But they recovered Nick. She put on a pretty good performance. You know, the, the first match is always sets the tone of the night. And, you know, there were quite a few moments where wrestlers, we could tell, either collided too early or they definitely looked like they were 
pounding on each other for real, just to give a little bit of authenticity. But there was some fun stuff. And <coughs> both the local stars and the global stars, just great, great chemistry. I can't think of a bad match of the night, honestly. There wasn't a bad match, mate, in my opinion, too. Like, I, I look, don't get me wrong, there was something that were average, but not bad. Like, what you'd see right now on WWE TV was pretty average, worse than average, sorry, on, on WWE TV. This was good. And, you, and I love what you just said there about the local talent and how they were able to come in and fucking uh, work with these global fucking megastars. Truth, like, and this is just another side piece here. When I was waiting in the foyer, and I'll get Jackson to put a photo up here so he knows who I'm talking about, and I'll send the photo to him in, for the podcast. Brian Cage stood there. Now, Jesse and Jacko, what I'd love you two boys to do, just while me and Nick here, you're just talking about the subject, look up Brian Cage. And if you tell me this cunt is not juicing, then I will fucking absolutely oh, throw my I'll laptop. Be able, I'll, and I'll be able to out. tell you. Cool. I'll be able to tell you straight away. What's yes, Brian, Jesse, yeah, Brian let's Cage. Take a look at this guy. Holy crap. All right. Like, this guy, <laughs> yeah, if he was, yeah. if he was in another, <laughs> if he was in another sport, it'd be the Tour de France. Fuck. <laughs> his middle, his middle name is Tren. Tren, yeah, he's Tren, 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 Tren yeah, absolutely is. There's no doubt about that. Mate, he's fucking. He was standing next to me at check-in because I was waiting for Nick and, and the boys to get down there, and um, I looked over and I heard, I just heard this big American accent. I looked over and went. Holy fuck! This guy's huge. Fuck he yeah. he he would pin me down and fuck the life out of me. This guy just because he wanted to, because he was a bully. I swear to God, this guy's huge. Yeah, he's got his muscles as big as my fucking he's, head. He's, mate. His neck, his neck gets lost with his traps. He can't see his fucking neck. You want yeah. big? Google Buddy Matthews. Oh well. mate, hasn't didn't he didn't he fucking bulk up? He was huge. Yeah, like from where we were, that guy's muscles had muscles had muscles. It was, it was insane, and you know, it, it's fun seeing some of the local towns like uh, Trent Townsend. Uh, what's that Moretti guy? Um, Moretti, yeah, the draft. Moretti, Nick Moretti. Yeah, a special shout out to him and his match with Joey Janela, which oh. I think was definitely the match of the night. Easily the match of the night. Uh, so, guys, like, there's this thing in wrestling when you pull up thumbtacks and everyone goes nuts because they're expecting the violence just to go up just that next level. And this guy goes underneath the ring to pull out some sort of sick tool, and he pulls out a mat, just a mat, and throws it <laughs> into the ring. And you can tell it's just messing with us because this Matt's going to do no damage. He throws at the guy. The Janelle just stands there for a moment, just throws the mat back into the audience. But it's just fun when you can have that sort of... There's just so many fun in-jokes. And that's the thing about local wrestling because, you know, you, you can have a comedically fun, entertaining match. This match was very fucking entertaining because, again, whimsical stuff like that. There was even a moment throughout the night, I forget the match, it might have been the main event with Johnny Down Under or Johnny Nitro or Johnny Impact or Johnny Knockout or, or whatever fucking wants to call himself. Um, they all got plush toy triceratops and they were thumbtacks and the crowd loved it, just I lapped it up, loved it. That's the, that's the humor that comes with these smaller... Not, this is not small, but these independent shows. Then you get the real cook stuff. But this was a really good mix 
And don't be wrong, like the Janela match, match of the night, 100% agree with you on that. But we got to talk about something here as well. We got a got a sneaky little photo and a couple little signed autographs <laughs> from Shazza McKenzie. Yeah, the uh, WSW Women's Champion. Absolute. She was fun and down. Her match, um, who was her match with again? Taya Valkyrie, who it was the who's over there in America with the with another promotion I found on Fight TV, and she's the champion there too. Yeah, and you know Shazza was having a good celebration, and then of course, to quote Gorilla Monsoon, the Pearl Harbor took place. There was a betrayal in the ring. And we're we're gonna have to follow that up because you know we've got a definite contest just waiting to break out. But Shasta was um, I think it's funny because I think you got did you start a chant during her match or was it Cade? It was um, Cade. Cade kept yeah. Cade Cade kept on saying to us, um, um, Shasta still sucks. Oh, Shasta oh. sucks or something like that. At every moment that was quiet, and I said I can't do that. I can't do that. And he absolutely ripped on her. Then we got photos with her, which was really nice. <laughs> and we got record, photos. Yeah, well, she's really nice down to earth. And, down to yeah. earth. Doesn't fucking rip you off for your money. We asked her, how much do you take charge for a photo? She said, $5. I said, five bucks. Where the other talent were charging 30 to $50 for a photo. She was charging $5. Yeah, that, set, that says everything about their character, doesn't it? Fucking aid does. She goes, I don't believe in ripping you off for your hard-earned money. Yeah. Well, then she charged $15 for a photo. But that's okay. Nonetheless, we still paid it. Very happy. You know, you're, you're very nice to me. I've seen her in 2019, 2018, sorry, I think. Well, you know what? I lied. I said I've never been to, really been to a house show. I've been to one house show, but that was House of Hardcore. And that was pretty much predominantly American talent with like two or three locals that Shazza was there and she took a wicked, wicked fucking suplex off the top and landed on her fucking neck. And it was so bad looking. And with me and my mate were sitting in front row, Aaron, you two boys, Aaron was sitting in front row and we just went, Oh shit. And she landed right on her neck and it looked dreadful, but mate, she's a fucking stalwart. She won and she's the champion now. And Tessa, Tessa Blanchard, is that Emma's character? Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that that's going to be the next match, they reckon, when it comes back out here next year, which I think, unfortunately, I'll be going back to Penrith for because I will definitely go to that. Speaking of brutal high-flying moments, end of the night, did you see that uh, we saw someone go to the top, dive from the balcony onto Johnny uh, Down Under and I think Brian, Brian Cage, Flip Jordan, and then the two local talent. This, this man, boys, like, and I'll get the video link up. I won't put it in the podcast because I'll copyright struck me, but yeah. I'll show you this flip. This cunt flipped off the second balcony to the ground. It just, just uh, what's the word? Uh, not fearlessly falling, but just blindly, blindly swanton bombing. It was fucking nuts, and I can't express it enough. The flip was all time because when it, like we lost view at a certain point and they all came up and thinking oh fuck you you go rah rah and then someone said look and we all looked and went holy shit he's up just, here what's he doing up here where is he and he just goes over the top it was unreal it was an absolutely unreal night unreal match um and like and that was a good match too that's the other thing that was a good match as a three on three uh, uh, you know six man tag match 
So it was definitely one of the better things I've been to. And I'd love to be able to go back next year if they come out, Nick. You know, that was a, a fucking fantastic night. Yeah, I gotta say, like, for an operation that's smaller in a cramped location like where we were, they took full advantage of the stage. They were in amongst the fans. This is the sort of thing you want where you feel like you're in the show. And honestly, it was an immersive, fun experience. And it was just great to be there with good friends, but also just to see, as I said, that link with fans, just some good stuff. Uh, one more. What was the most brutal shot? of the night for you. Do you remember? That would have been the most brutal shot would have been one of the slaps in my hand when they, when they slapped on the chest and it was just this loud crack. I think it was the yeah. Mick, Mick Moretti and Joey Janela match, if I recall. Yeah. Uh, from that match, when he took the head shot with the table and that table. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that was a door, believe it or not. So this cunt took a fucking shot. Uh, Joey Janela, who was just, one of the best fucking indie wrestlers in the world got a fucking door like our my door in my bedroom that was just underneath the the the, the ring picked it up and fucking went straight through it no hands to protect him a fucking door straight through bang uh, fucking unreal i can't stress it enough unreal and again i will get that clip and i'll show you you two boys need to see it because it is yeah, fucking keen to see it. Oh, oh I mean there was no blood, but fuck me, that would have hurt on every level. So you've just reminded me, Nick, that match was was worth its weight in fucking gold, my friend. Yeah, honestly, that was that was a brilliant match. And there's some really good ones. There was a guy with hacks that looked like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He took some <laughs> brutal face shots. The ha- some- hammer, Hammerstone, Hammerstone. Hammerstone, name, yeah. Yeah, he took some real, like, there were receipts in that match. And I think oh, even, uh, yeah, so by receipts, we mean, like, eventually the other wrestler's going to have to connect for real to pay that back. And there's just some moments where he's just like, oh, my God, my skin just wanted to exit the body because of how brutal that sounded. And we were up, we were, like, there's we were top tier. Yeah. And you you would have heard some... this out in the fucking foyer where the pokies were easily. Yeah. This was a loud fucking slap, man. And that was a wonderful fucking night, you know, and that was, that was definitely time and money well spent in my opinion. You know, that definitely. was fucking great, Nick. Fucking awesome, mate. And I'll tell you what, um, if we do get enough traction with any luck, I reached out to Shazza McKenzie and asked if she wanted to come into the podcast. So hopefully she's listening. She's probably not, but if you are, hi Shazza. Um, I'm trying to get her on to to do our own little separate podcast and just talk nothing but wrestling, me and you. Yeah. Because I think Nikki boy, you, you that would be a fucking that would be some real hot shit entertainment to fucking behold, my friend. I reckon. Definitely. So I think it'll be fun. And honestly, like you know, as I said, you know, I love films, but wrestling is where the original stories are told, mystical classic tales of people in their underwear being the crap out of each other. There's no higher form of art. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I used, to, I used to do that in the footy field, and then I got told that I wasn't on the footy field. It was a very awkward experience. But I know exactly <laughs> the kind that you're talking about, my friend. <laughs> so uh, before, before I get, one question, what is your favorite live match that you've seen? Triple H versus Undertaker. 
uh, WWE Super Showdown 2018. Oh, yeah. That I, I was lucky enough to go to that, and I paid $460 for the ticket. Me and my mate, we both sat in the same position, and they come out to the crowd, and it was like nothing I've ever seen before. And these two men are old. Like, like I take it was old at this point, to end of his career old. And he come out and put out a fucking really strong match. No holds barred. Shawn Michaels is there. And that's why it's my favorite because I love HBK. He's my fucking, he's my boy. But seeing Kane, Undertaker, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. It's a 35, 40 minute odd match. Middle of the MCG. 80 odd thousand people there. Like nothing I've ever fucking seen before, my friend. Ah. Oh. I got to see Kurt Angle. This is way back when Kurt Angle was still with the WWE when he came down. It was Kurt Angle and the late Eddie Guerrero were in a match together. And yeah, I can tell you there's, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. That's That tells you, you know, honestly, those two were such great in-ring chemistry. But just the thought that, you know, we're never going to see those two again at that peak at that moment because i think like a few months later eddie grow would be gone but it's just still such a good memory it's fucking sad but that would have been a, a match of all time because guerrero was still uh he wasn't to his peak before the car accident when he was wcw but he was still very technical nonetheless the man was a fucking gun and he's definitely fucking sadly missed nick you're on the money what a match what a what a match! I would love to have gone to that. Was that over there in America? Or was that out here? This was out here. They came out, and I had saved money to get some really good, like not quite front row, but like two seats behind the barricade, like two seats from the barricade. I remember shouting, um, "Hey, Melina, I'm an animal too." When when she was asking, but yeah, she shot me a dirty, but um, but. It, it, yeah, there's some moments you live at. This was the time when the WWE could still, they weren't so sanitized. There was still something different. Oh, that's fucking awesome, Nick. You, you're a fucking legend, mate. Tell us, Nick, apart from the wrestling, where can we find you, my friend? You can still find me on Movie Nerds on Instagram, and we're Toy Nerds on YouTube. But please follow us on Instagram. Right now, we're running a competition to get tickets to the Black Phone, the latest Blumhouse horror film. Um, you can check it out on Instagram. Uh, for the record, if you have not seen the Black Phone, um, definitely add to your must-see watch list because it is a chilling horror story. And if you like creepy clowns, then yeah, you're in for a treat. What did I say to you, Jesse, last week? What was that? The fucking black phone, you dog washer. I said that's up our alley. <laughs> yeah. I fucking said it, Jesse. You did, oh. yeah. I remember, yeah. Well, I think yeah. I know what I'm doing after the podcast, boys. We're going to go into that competition. Come on, Nick. Hook us up, mate. You know what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, mate. We appreciate all your time, mate, as always, Nick. Thank you so much, mate. It was a pleasure to see you in person for the first time in four months for me. It was lovely to fucking hang out with you that Monday night, mate. Thank yeah. you so much again for coming on board, big fella. Uncle, Taylor, coming on, Uncle Jesse, Uncle Jackson, I salute you. We yeah, salute you right back, mate. Have a lovely night, mate. Take care. Take care, buddy. Good night. Mr. Dukwa, he's a fucker. He's the man. I'm sorry, boys. You had to sit there and just listen to. Oh, two no, no. I was interested in it, to be honest. I actually found it quite nerds. interesting because <laughs> I found that interesting as well. Um, 
Because honestly, if you, I, I'd fucking want to get into that sort of shit. I just don't know where to start. So if you fucking could lead me in the right direction, I'll fucking, I'll, give it, a, I'll give it a red hot shot for you and I'll come up and give you my thoughts on the things that you've, that you've. I am the me. shepherd and you're like my flocker. So oh, we can, let's, let's, let's do that. You, you send me some things to watch. I'll fucking give you my thoughts on them in the next podcast. Done. We'll make it happen. I fucking like your thinking there, Jess. Fucking good shit. I'm on my toes, man. I'm always on my toes. I love it. We're going to take a short break, guys, so we'll be back with part two very, very shortly. And we're back with part two, and here's your host, Uncle Taylor. Thank you, Jacko. Appreciate that, boys and girls. Welcome back, part two. And the reason why we do part two is because fuck Zoom, we're not paying them money. We're just going to do two separate 40-minute sessions um, on a web page. So, yeah. Yeah. Good money. Okay. So, boys, apart from me, Dukwa, what have you guys been up to? Talk to us. I'll let Jesse go first. Okay. Oh, on you, Jacko. Putting Jesse on the spot. So, apart oh, from... Russia. Everything that's happened in the last week, fuck all. Oh, since I last seen you in the last week, fuck all, mate. Really, honestly, <laughs> honestly, fuck all. Fuck all's happened in that week span. I think, yeah, we played one more game of fucking one more night of COD, and that was about about it. And uh, that's about it. Yeah, that's, Sunday that night fucking suns sums it all up. I reckon. That's literally been it. It's been it's been fucking quiet. And again, it's the same here too. Apart from Monday night. That is it. I got my got my got my hire car, and they gave me a Camry, and that fucking thing flies. I mean, cunt! Holy fuck! Camry, yeah. I think uh, my, it's. I think my parents used to have a fucking Camry. I'm pretty sure. Bro, yeah. fucking the the scariest thing about this fucking car is that it's it's an it's a electric hybrid. Now this fucking thing, how it works is it works via uh, uh, from my head, and this is this is a bogan's resemblance here. So this is not official shit. This is not me going through some fucking Wikipedia YooHoo page. My understanding is from a Formula One perspective where the car is half electric, half fuel. Um, and the way that the, the battery recharges itself is via the tires. If it's not revving, if it's coasting, that kind of shit. It's very oh, yes. fucking cool. So I get he in reads there. reads the brochure. <laughs> that's, that's it. I read the brochure. from the her. brochure. Thank you. Thank yeah, boy. <laughs> It's fucking car though, mate. Fucking honestly, sit there. Fucking shit. I did a sports mode. If just you know, fucking what I'm saying. launch just fucking launches himself. Like, oh, bro, bro, legit. It's got sports mode in it. Oh fuck, mate. You can really launch yourself with that shit. I hear. I have a, I have a friend that... actually tells me all about sports mode. And uh, fuck, let me tell you, mate. It is the ultimate experience. It's Uncle Taylor does not recommend to break the law, but I, I, uh, you can easily break the law in this car. I'll yeah. just say that. Yeah. Fuck me, cunt. It's fucking cooked. Apart from that, though, fuck all. Jacko, yeah, right. what's going on in your world, sir? Yeah, much the same myself. Um, you know, besides work, eat, sleep, repeat, it's been not much. Um, caught up with a friend I haven't seen for a couple of years now, which is which was nice on the weekend. But other than that, not much. Nice. Nice. Simple. That's nice, nice. Who was the friend? Off Jade. Ah, oh, Jade's back in town. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff, Jacko. So I didn't yeah. hear from you all weekend, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, any, uh, yeah. oh, actually, well, tell a lie. Yes, I saw her uh, yesterday. We went to um, Erina, 
and uh, did a fair bit of shopping because yeah, she needed to get a few things. I wanted to get a few things because you know tax return had arrived, so I was like, might as well spend a bit. Um, and then went to uh, went to Newcastle with Sam um, and had a couple of drinks at a pub in um, Spears Point. And then what was, no, what was your uh, what was your drink of choice? Please don't uh, say screwdriver. A... Please don't say screwdriver. No, no, no. Please I didn't have a screwdriver. <laughs> I had uh, vodka and lemon squash actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just okay. just basically a screwdriver, but not a screwdriver, just with lemon squash. <laughs> yeah, we we call it a yeah. boneless screwdriver here, boys. A yeah. Boneless screwdriver. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. No, that's good. Yeah. No, that's nice. good, mate. Good stuff, good stuff, Jacko. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Good. good shit, Jacko. Ah, oh, well, the most fucking interesting week out of all of us, mate. I know. What's going on? Jackson, Jeez. mate, give me some tips. How do I live a good <laughs> life, Jackson? Yeah, you go go fucking... out, no regrets. <laughs> Just go out. <laughs> That's it. No, no ragrets. Absolutely. No ra- yeah, get a t- yeah. yeah. No not even a single letter. No. <laughs> That's it. Not even a single letter wrong. That's how we do it. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Jackson. Good shit. Good, good shit. Oh, fuck me. Why am I yawning, cut? Oh, um. Well, let's address the elephant in the room. That was really, really weird because both you and Jesse both yawned at the same time. <laughs> that was really that. weird. Like you both started well, at the same time. Brothers uh, synchronize their yawns. I want to say this first. Is it my and huge And then clock? I want to stop from there. Yes. Okay, it's yeah. gigantic and it's scary. Sorry, me. boys. Sorry, boys. No, no. It's hanging on the good. ground right now. <laughs> kind of hurts a little bit. <laughs> but anyway. well, we need to, you need to get up there? Oh, all right, let's go there. <laughs> it's like carrying a fucking log on my back, mate. It's fucking hard yards. <laughs> fucking A would, huh? Fucking yeah. A would. Fuck me. Anyway. So I'll say this, and then this will be my most controversial topic for the week. New South Wales absolutely deserved to get flogged the way that we did. I don't think that's controversial, bro. I think that's pretty. I think Factual. everyone would. Agree. I think a lot of people would fucking agree with that. To be honest, if Queenslanders not, will be happy. if they're not fucked. If they're not fucked in the head, yeah, yeah. Queenslanders did well though. They did fucking really well, mate. And and I said, I think I said it to you last week. There is no fucking way. Whenever they say this Queensland squad is the worst Queensland squad in history, you did know, they say that this time because I didn't see that. So they said I, it again. I, I, re- okay? I, I, I read it in an article from... Because I, um, I was thinking they might have been repeating what they said in 2020 when was it Gallon said it was the worst Queensland team 40 years. Some kind of fucking said I, that. I think, it was, I think it was something like that. But no, yeah. this was from... I swear this would have been from Fox Sports. It probably was. And it's the only reason why I fucking saw it. I went, oh, get fucked. We've lost. Yeah. They're fuckheads. So. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Suncorp, bro. It's, it's, it's Brisbane. And... Just the energy they get there. I don't. I. I, I was fucking calling this. I, I even said it to. I, I'm, did I say it on the podcast? I don't know. But I was saying like in Brisbane, bro. They just fucking turn up every time there. And there's yeah, something about the crowd there. There's something about. I don't know if they just step foot on the fucking turf there, and then they just get all this fucking perform. This get this sort of like performance enhancing effect or some shit. But it's literally nuts how much of a different team. Like it's that plays in Queensland. It's like they can play so shit in Sydney or they can play so shit in Perth and then they go to Queensland. It's like they're a different team. It's really fucking scary. And uh, it fucking annoys me. It's a fortress, bro. It's a fucking fortress. Fucking oath it is. Did you watch any of the game? No, I can't say I did. I heard it. I just heard about it, but that was it. You missed one of the best. You missed literally the 
yeah, is flowing right through you now, Jackson. I'm proud of you. But there was a uh, punch up or two, but uh, that's pretty much. I've yeah. heard very limited information on it. Yeah, it was basically this- a um. Yeah, it was yeah, it was basically one player came over after one player tripped over, came over to start belting him, and then they started throwing at each other, and then another player came over and held one held the plot. Yeah, I can't fucking explain it. Explain it, Taylor. So <laughs> I just had to, a fucking so brain fart. Out. The fight started when one when New South Welshman pushed over Callum Ponga. I say Callum Ponga because you'd know Callum Ponga because he's a Newcastle Knights player. Then I uh, tripped over him, pushed him over. I looked all the same to me, mate, to be honest with you. Yeah. Then Dan Gagai comes out of his way to fucking push him. Then they start punching. And yeah. the big fucking Tino Fasulia Maane, I think that's yeah, how you pronounce his name, Tino. fucking puts him in a headlock. Now, while from, Gagai's from punching South, him. While Gagai's, while Gagai's still yeah. punching him. Still punching into him. Yeah. Now, from a New South Welshman's perspective, very bad call. Yeah, they both should have went off. From a logical yeah. standpoint, from what I've heard, Tino was trying to protect him. Now, oh, fuck off. I've, I've heard that too, bro. I've heard that too. What, he's trying to protect, protect Burton? <laughs> no. No. I've heard that I've heard that as well. There bro. it I'm is. Protect him by fucking putting him in a headlock, chucking him on the ground while your mate belts him. Yeah, fuck off, cunt. Fuck out of here, bro. Fuck it's pretty shit. bad. It was That's pretty fucking bad. I've, I've seen that too. I've seen so many comments about that. I'm like, you can't be that fucking dense in the head. You can't be that thick to think that, really. Come on, bro. He's coming <laughs> over to fucking have a go as well. And then it's like, are we forgetting the part where fucking three other Queensland players come and jump on top of the cunt as well? It's like, yeah, they're really trying to protect him, hey? <laughs> bro, it was, it was fucked. It was fucked. Yeah, it was a very strong game, though. You know, they were too strong, but it was strong. <laughs> they were very strong. It was, it was a tough game. Three players got sent off with HIA head injury assessments in th- three minutes thirty-eight or something like that. Jacko, yeah. Jacko looks Bloody very hell. interested right now. That's just that's crazy. Yeah, it's fuck, bro. It was bad. Three of them. It was it was really scary. One of them got taken off by the stretcher, I think. Did he end up going on the stretcher? Uh, fuck, I don't know. I, think I, was, I was too busy fucking texting the group chat about what's going on. I was going to say, the group um, chat was blowing up. Oh. No, I think... Did he get taken off? I think he did. No, he, he, he did. did. He did. Cunt was out. He did, because I remember they were signaling, signaling for the stretcher. So, yeah, he did. He must have. He was it was uh Cobo who got taken out and then uh Cobo, that's it, it. so and then and then Luai was standing over him screaming at him. Yeah. But you know what? Go go back a that's year origin. or two. That that happened. That happened one other time. He was punching him or something while he was knocked out. Yeah. Well, it was, and, uh, and, uh, and remember the furor about that. Was it Tedesco? He got fucking knocked out and old mate picked him up and dropped him back down. Yeah, yeah. It was Jai Arrow. Jai Arrow picked Jaya. him up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they they got short fucking memories those Queenslanders you know because they it's what happens when you fuck your cousin but anyway um moving on to other things I think the game was really like easily the best game I've ever seen because it was just so physical to start with like it was just, everyone would like they were just putting their bodies on the line with no regard to their own like safety or anything they'll just throw on it they'll just throw themselves at each other it was really fucking good to watch. Really good to watch. It was a very good game. Even though we lost, 
It was a very fucking good game. One of the best mm. games I think I've seen in my entire life. And yeah. I'll gladly, happily say that. Apart from the Sharks win the grand final in person, that was the best. Well, yeah. Very close second, let me tell you. <laughs> mm. So I'm going to see how good Jacko's memory here. This is a new segment I want to call Test Jackson's Memory. Now, Jackson here, our friend Jackson, is an avid Shane Van Gisbergen or Gizzy, as he calls him. I want to see if Jacko knew what happened last week with the big, gigantic race that happened um, the last round of the supercars. He had a brief little update, but does he remember the entirety? Not at all. And that's our very, segment. I was, given, I was given very few details from, uh, from my stepdad because he watched it uh, and I was sort of like, I was actually at his house when he was watching it, but he was watching it on his phone because he's got KO mm-hmm. on his phone. So he had it propped up in front of him. And uh, basically I would, so for example, the chair, a, a traditional table, like he was face, it was facing him. I was um, sort of like next to him, but on the opposite side of the table, like on the, mm-hmm. like to his left. So I couldn't see it. I could only hear little bits and pieces, but not enough to really absorb. Cool. Now, I want everyone here. This is a group task right now. Thank you for that long explanation there, Jackson. Pick up your phone. Have your phone up here on the, on, on the page, on, on here. Sweet. Unlock your phone for me. Yep. Yep. Now, press press the Safari button. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we can all type in supercars, Super. results. Results. And then when you press search. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What's that? Race 19. Oh, wow. Nice. I like that. Wow. Race wow. 19, Townsville. Townsville. Shane Van Gisberg, Red Bull, Ampole, Racing, Holden, Commodore, Z, now, ZB, ZB, whatever the fuck. Here's, here's, the, uh, here's the main question. Did Jacko know about Google? I do. I just didn't look it up. Lazy. Mm-hmm. Lazy. Jackson Tumpy. Oh, anyway, it's okay. Well, um, is that going to be in the podcast? I'm going to look for that in the podcast. Yeah, I'll be looking for. Oh, it I'm not going to. I'm not going to remove it. I'm going to raw dog this one. Um, no, the biggest thing that happened in that race, Jacko. Put my little cock flap thing on here. The biggest thing that happened is um, Gizzy got taken out in the last corner and won by a penalty. Yeah, right. That's wow. what I was hoping you would have seen. But that's okay. No, I didn't. I knew that he won. Um, pra- I knew without even googling that he won practice one, and I think was it race nineteen? What's practice winning practice? Come yeah. on, mate. Uh, he run- he <laughs> went one practice one. I was watching practice one, but then that was all I really watched. So I only heard from uh, my stepdad Ryan that he won nineteen. I think it was nineteen, and then yeah, must have won twenty. Beautiful. How good is that? So what's Jacko's task for the next two weeks, boys? What do you reckon? What should we? Okay. Here's what I'm going to start doing. Our friend Jackson here is very invested in sports, as we can all clearly well and truly see. I am going, I'm going to let the community, and I want this to be a fucking advert. I want people to give Jackson recommendations of sports to watch over the next two weeks. We'll let we'll let you slide this week unless there's a V8 supercars event this week, Jacko. But next week I want to hear I want I want our All community right. to get Jackson a fucking sport to watch. And, and I want a full detailed report on whatever match or event it was. 
And if there's anything you would like Jackson to talk about besides politics, please comment below. Or religion, and he yes. Would, and he will be talking about it in the next podcast. He's keen. He's keen. He's, he's, Jackson's he's on board. Jackson privately shared with all of us kids that he wants to be more engaged into this in this community. And I'm more than happy to have him engaged, but we want your engagement. We're going to start utilizing you, our fans. Al, if you're listening, this is for you, big fella. I want your help here. Jacko likes AFL. He used to play AFL. He performed um, as one of those little young athletic kids. He beat all the 17-year-olds. He was 28 when he did this. That's a bad joke. I fucked up the punchline. But nonetheless... He was, the, it, it, <laughs> he was the oldest. He was the oldest underrated kid at seventeen. That's the joke I meant to say. So we want your opinions. We want Jacko to seek some help in enriching yes. himself with sporting culture. Yes, please Jackson, below. You will be doing it. So when I ask you, are you up for the task? <laughs> you have to say yes. Are you up for the task? Oh, I love sport. Yeah, look at him. He's get. He's well, getting doesn't have to thinking just be, about it. Doesn't have to just be sport as well. Like the other. Like I said earlier just comment anything. below and anything below like just anything, anything you, you want Jackson to, to talk about anything anything at all just not politics because we got that not already. politics nor religion yeah the only two things we don't want i really like on this podcast but yet we tolerate politics for jackson yes i am so happy right now listening to politics at jackson tuffy it makes me so thrilled to hear about politics every single day of my existence on this fucking planet See, I just smiled. I'm very happy for you, Jackson. This is good see, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I want to take a quick with minute. the fact that uh, Parliament hasn't started for another fortnight, so you don't have to hear about uh, you don't have to hear about politics in this one or the next one. I just ejaculated. Who said we're hearing about this after the next fortnight, Jackson? Me. <laughs> oh, that's that's nice. That's that's nice, mate. That's very good. You're the editor, so you'll probably keep it in. Hold Get on fucked. A second. Hold on a second. Just set reminder. <laughs> Go away when Jackson talks about politics in the upcoming... No. <laughs> Check second screen message from CEO. <laughs> <laughs> Goes off. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> oh, Jackson, we love you so much. Oh, I hope so, it stays in because it's good banter. It should stay in. So I want to take a quick minute, last topic of the night, unless you boys got something else to talk about now because I want to continue into this because well, well, I I what you said, that's what I'm leading into. Good sir, perfect. Ah, that's what I'm leading into. I want to thank every single fucking person that asked us questions last week. It got us really thinking, switched on, and just thinking about what we can talk about and what we can bring more to this channel. So I really want to take a moment to thank you very much for that. It definitely means a shitload to us. So during the week, Jesse got some more questions for us to ask. And I want to let, give him the time, the proper time now at the end of the show to properly listen through. And if you've listened this far on and you've given Jackson his recommendation on our Facebook page, inbox it to us, whatever, leave a comment here. The comment is going to say, Uncle Taylor should have wrestlers on his podcast because... He's not fat and just big boned. That's a Cartman segment. You're laughing. Let's do it. So, Jethro, the floor is yours, good sir. Well, just let me get out my uh, my questions. All right. Oh, also, very quickly, how sad is it the guy from Big Mouth died today? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. That is sad. Yeah. Devon. Devon. Oh. Yeah. yeah shocking. Um, 
28 Rest in old. peace. Rest in peace, good sir. All right. Um, this is probably my favorite question that I got asked. So it says, what are your goals for the podcast and where do you see it going in the future? Hmm. Well, I think, look, that's a good question to me, actually, because I guess the ultimate, the ultimate thing is I do all the fucking, I do 90% of the, the work here. Jackson does the other 10 with the editing, which is lovely. But I think the whole thing for me with this podcast, it ties back into the, into the gaming channel. For me, it's another platform for me to express myself. The goal for me ultimately is to try and get more talent onto the podcast, even if it means I expand it and do a separate podcast like I did with the sports section yeah. um, for, for a demonstrate or for a, for a trial period to see where it picked up, if it did or not. The reality is the goals for me are to get more Australian talent on here, to continue to, to, continue to, to spread the brand Uncle Taylor. That's the ultimate thing. Um, and ultimately bring in my two mates for the ride. That's, that's the goal for me. That's, that's how it always has been in my head ever since I was a young age. If I ever got lucky and started doing stuff, it was bringing my friends along for, with me. So I think for me, it's just the, the, the goals are to get a lot of talent here onto this platform and trying to help us build something that I want it to be. Ultimately, yeah. that's the goal. Yeah, that's good, mate. I think for me, it's um, like mainly just to have fun with it and enjoy it. Uh, enjoy, you know, having a bit of a yarn with my buddies, talking about things, uh, you know, just putting it out there for people to listen. Um, I think helping my mate with his brand, obviously the Uncle Taylor sort of thing that he's got going on. Uh, it's good to help with that and help your mates out and, you know, join in with that. And it's good to be a part of it. Um I don't know. I think just getting more, like, like you said, uh, like getting more people on it, get it like it expanding, more people watching it. Um, yeah, I'm just keen to see where it goes and, you know, explore some new things and, uh, yeah, to see where it takes us really. I wouldn't say I have any specific goals for it myself, um, mainly just to get, just to keep improving on it, I think is the main goal. And, and before I look at Jacko's answer, I've we have not heard these questions. I just want to quickly say that that's yeah. the first time I've heard this. I haven't read it anywhere. Haven't heard about it. So every answer I'm going to give you tonight is going to be off the top of my head. But Jacko, yeah. floor is yours, sir. And that's the same with me as well. Um, so I mean, for me, I my uh, sort of role here is sort of yet you know to obviously support you um, and to help you you know boost your brand here, of course. Um, but I would like to say I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'd call it a goal, but sort of what I'd like to see um, would be, you know, obviously um, us, we're working on increasing the amount of uh, sort of guests we have on the show, of course. I know we have uh, Nick Tukwa rocking up. Uh, we've had other guests here, of course, as well. Um, but at the end of the day, just, you know, uh, help coming, as you say, coming along for the ride and sort of uh, supporting you in your role of, uh, you know, passing on your brand, essentially. Love it. Very good answers, boys. Thank you. Thank you for that question as well, Jess. Yeah. It's a fucking thank good you. question. Thank you to who sent it. Um, okay. Just give me a second. Okay. This is funny. Um, this is like fun tying into things that we've talked about. Do you see yourselves having any guest speakers in the next year? And who would you like to have on the podcast in particular? Could be anybody. Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, but we're talking about it though. Like for me personally, like we've, we've, with Nick Dukwa involved, I'd love to have professional wrestlers that are Australian based come in 
and and do these little small segments if I was able to. You know, that would be for me right now as a short term goal. That would be great. The long term goal for me is I'd like to try and interview proper people. And when I say proper people, musicians, artists, yeah, who like you know doing tours and that kind of stuff. That's the long long term. Or even go to footy games and interview the players, um, young kids. That is. Not fucking young kids at your local sport arena, but like the the feeder clubs, and build this into a into a bigger kind of platform. That would be the mm. goal, you know. And I think right now, I'd love to be involved with league in some way, shape, or form. That'd be the ultimate goal. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I think getting in some some like players on to talk would be good. Um, eventually, uh, just reading like like reaching the more people and having more of an audience, having a bigger platform. And then, or, or even, even before that, just to be able to get some people on. I mean, yeah. League players are like my main thing or just even other content creators as well. People who do similar shit, other people, yeah. you know, who like, or maybe they have YouTube channels or something like that, you know, or maybe they have yeah. gaming channels or, you know, they run a Twitch account or anything like that, you know, just to have them on. And, you know, it's kind of like a bit of give and take, like a bit of, you know, you're helping each other out a little bit. So that's it. Networking and, and that kind of stuff is probably the best way to grow anything. Yeah. And that's the kind of reality I'm trying to build. And if we do decide to go down the route of interviewing people like that and having a dedicated episode where we interview people for 20 minutes, mm. I'd make it its own separate entity. Yeah, for sure. This is our best podcast. I enjoy this side. But I would, I would arrogantly make it another podcast like I did with the sport thing and make it Uncle Taylor's interviews or Uncle Taylor interview, uh, you know, next on Uncle Taylor. Make it something stupid and then just get them involved. But you're right, Twitch streamers, YouTubers, gamers, um, movie review critics, fucking musicians. Yeah. The whole lot. Exactly. There's still, you know, I think that's a very, very good answer. I yeah, like that. Sky's the limit with that. What about you, Jackson? Um, well, I mean, uh, there were two of the three that I was going to discuss that you guys already said. So the first was content creators. Uh, the second was uh, NRL players because, you know, it would tie in. So, for example, if we were talking about the Sharks game, you could have maybe a Sharks person. But I know how hard it is with uh, the NRL because I know they have very strict uh, media rules, things like that. Yeah, um, so it would right. be hard to sort of get them to come on. Um, but the third one was uh, potential other other people who do podcasts, like um, I, I don't know if that was said already by uh, by Jesse. If, if so, I missed it. Um, but yeah, just other people who do uh, podcasts, um, or even which I've just thought of now. <laughs> before, um, but the fourth one would be even representatives from like uh, gaming companies, perhaps. Like if we're talking about a, a game that's coming out, you know, potentially having some, a representative from that company you know come on and sort of talk talk you know officially about it you know obviously they yeah. won't be able to give you know too much away but you know they'll be able to s certainly talk about it a long-term goal i like that that's exactly good. yeah that's good ah good answer good answer as well all right what's the uh, next one there Jeff? Right. one is uh what is your favorite part about doing the podcast um not having to do the editing. <laughs> it was yeah. very, very hard. And I'm grateful Jacko picks up the slack quite heavily. Of course. That's probably one of my favorite part. Have a part would be talking to you boys and getting yeah. guests on too. Nick Dukwa. We love 
Nick talk quite a lot. And I know he listens to these episodes and he's a very good fucking friend. So, um, and he knows that I told him that Monday night. So he definitely is worth his weight in gold. Yeah, I agree with that fully. Yeah. Um, for me, I think it's just being able to get together. I mean, like once a week with my mates and be able to just talk about shit. Um, it's just, it's good because, I mean, in life you can kind of get in, like things get in the way and you can kind of lose touch with people or, or you know, you don't talk to people as much as you, you'd, you'd hope or maybe you see someone once a month instead of like, oh, you talk to them every day or you talk to them every week. So this is a good chance for us to stay in contact and like talk every week and we always talk, we have a yarn about shit and we're always keeping up to date with each other and it's just a good way to keep in, in touch and it's a good way to, you know, keep close with you blokes. Um, I think another favorite thing is just, I don't know, just this whole thing has just been pretty cool. So <laughs> that's all I can yeah. really say. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been pretty no, cool. It, it is, it is very fucking cool, man. Good yeah. answer. I yeah. like that. Uh, Jacko. Yeah, of course. So when, uh, with the uh, editing, it sort of works out well because, you know, I do a lot of editing for APH Question Time, my own channel. Um, but, you know, and I'm able to sort of throw that in with it as well. So it sort of, it works out well. And you, you know, you said before you don't like doing it. I'm, basically doing it already so it sort of works out well um but with that yeah it's basically the same as you uh the answers you guys gave sort of i like being able to you know um have a chat with the guys you know being able to um discuss issue uh you know issues or topics that have come up uh over the last week um very generously taylor allows me sometimes to um discuss politics which as you can see by my background is uh something that i have a passion for um but yeah, other, yeah. Other than that, you guys have already said uh, everything that I was going to say. Beautiful, beautiful. Now we've probably got time for one or two more questions here. So, yeah. What I What is your next one, one there, Big Phil? Just one simple one because I left all the real important ones for the top. Right. So this real simple one is basically like, what's the craziest bet you you've ever made? <laughs> Easiest, and I think Jacko can agree with this, and Jesse can agree. With this. this is probably a one-person answer. This one. We had our bowling season. Jesse came along for the very first time, and we were trying to <laughs> pull a fast one on our on our friend Jay, our old friend Jay Lang, Jackson's brother Jay Lang. Yeah, and um, <laughs> we, our friend Aaron, who works for Mister Minute, had an ex- ex- uh, expired fire extinguisher, and the idea was we'd make we'd say, "Come along, Jay." When we used to play, would average forty to fifty points a game. Yeah. Of th- and in three games, he'd be the lowest by about 150, 200. The yeah. idea was, yeah, come over, Jesse. You know, it's an easy one. You'll come fifth, maybe fourth. And Jay fucking came third. Jesse came last. And the yeah. idea was whoever came last gets hit with the fire extinguisher. Because mm. so, so what we didn't fucking anticipate was, well, I kind of fucking had a feeling this was going to happen because... I used had been bowling for a long time by that period. It was probably a, a fucking good year, year and a half or something, and I wasn't bowling. So I came in, I and I never fucking bowled really that much. I only like maybe when I was a kid, I bowled. Came in, didn't know what the fuck I was doing, didn't know how to step up and fucking bowl or do anything like that. And I was absolutely shit. And I was like, I knew this was going to fucking happen. I was like, I fucking knew this was going to happen. And somehow Jay had a better day as well. And I ended up coming last. So I really got, co- I got fucking copped with that fire extinguisher i remember we were sitting in a fucking parking lot uh i think it was i can West tell you the parking lot 
West yeah. Gosford, just up above from fucking Reliance. Yep. There's a fucking car wash place right there. But the Wait. story was Jay hadn't bowled with us for two years, bro, before Fuck that off. night. Really? I really? swear to God, we, he, we, we punted him. We told him we're not bowling anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's very well, true. Well, let's just stick a fucking nail in the coffin then. <laughs> like, <fucking> <laughs> stick a nail in the fucking coffin. I'm much better now. I'd fucking smoke. I'd smoke the little cunt now. But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) fuck! (laughs) I just remember being in that fucking parking lot. I'll never forget it because I I was standing there and they did some fucking. You did some ceremony to fucking hit it with. Yeah, I said you've been deleted. Wrestling quote. Still got the video on my phone somewhere, but I just remember send it, it through burnt. so we can upload it. We can yeah. upload it, so send it through to us. It fucking burns, right? They each one, each member, each member that we bowl with got a turn to fucking hit me with it, and I'm standing there covering my face because I don't want to get in my fucking eyes. I just remember it burning like shit, and all you can hear in the video is me fucking turn my back and go, oh, fucking burns, oh, fucking burns. That's all you can fucking hear. I go home. I was still living at my mum's my house at the time. I think I was about nine. Oh, no. I was about 20, 20, 20. Yeah. 2019. 2019. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I was about 20 or something. Anyway, I go back to mum's and she's like, what the fuck happened to you? And I'm like, listen, it was a fucking long night. I don't want to fucking talk about it. I just want to get in the fucking shower. And I just remember my clothes being all like, it's almost like a, it's, it's like that movie War of the Worlds where he goes through all those fucking people getting disintegrated and he's got all the fucking dust on him and shit. Fuck. It was fucked, bro. But yeah, that's probably the biggest bet I fucking made now that you mention it. Yeah, <laughs> mate, honestly, bet. there can't be anything more. Maybe a spa bath might have been different, but <laughs> this was just, Jacko, I had to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jackson, I had to. But that was the fucking wild buck wildest one. Was there anything uh, for you, Jacko? I highly doubt it. Because you don't no, live spontaneously like yeah. us. Yeah. No, yeah. beautiful. That was the wildest, craziest fucking bet. And I think we should try to do some of that again soon. It'll be fucking yeah. funny. Yeah, it would be. Whoever 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 has the most the most interest in politics, maybe. How about that? That could be a new one. It gets hit yeah, with great. A fucking, Just throw me in it. <laughs> it's hit with three kilos worth of fucking fire extinguisher. Oh, oh shit! That shit, bro. Oh, oh fucking, it does. Ah, oh, it's fucking funny. And I remember because I think we were driving. Or you were driving in your L's, and I was in the front seat with you. So I had to sit in your fucking front seat with all the oh, shit. Oh, this would have been then. It would have been twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. I yeah, remember. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. So I was a loser. All that shit. Yeah, I must remember. Yeah, Fuck. it wasn't good. <laughs> funny, oh, but man. funny, but looking back. Yeah. Oh, very funny. Very fucking good. Well, alas. We've made it to the end of the episode. Thank you, boys. That was fucking great. Very good walk down memory lane. That was, that was awesome. Ending. Yeah. Fucking strong ending. I love it. Thank you so much, boys, for coming on board. Thank you, Nick Dukwara as well, my wonderful friend um, from my job coming on. If you want to ever see Nick Dukwara elsewhere, check him out on the socials that we have linked in there for him. Go to the Instagram as well because, fuck me, get the double past the, the fucking black phone. Psh, how good is yeah. that? Yeah, I, follow, I, I followed him on Instagram a while ago, but I didn't know he had a YouTube, so I, I followed that when he mentioned it tonight, the toy one. Yeah. So I followed that and I've subscribed to that. So, yeah. Out of boy, same here. I've done get on it, too, people. So get on it. Get on it. Tell them Uncle Taylor sent you. That's how you know yep. it. But until the next time, boys, thank you very much. Thank you, boys. Take care of yourself. Have you too. Have a good night, as always. always.
Thank you. See you later, guys.